Welcome to the Shalhaba Community Church Podcast. We hope you're encouraged by the following message. So today we're starting a, a new series called Unshakable, The Unshakable Life. And the series is all about the importance of building the right foundations in our lives. And your foundation and my foundation are so important because our lives will only be as strong as the foundations upon which we build. Amen? Our lives will only be as strong as the foundations that we are committed to building. And I don't know about you, but we are living in a season more and more where our faith is trying to be shaken where the culture that we live in is becoming more adverse towards Christianity, more adverse towards the church, more and more people are being persecuted across the nation than we've seen in any other time. And I believe more than ever before, we've got to be committed to building a solid foundation. Amen. Because shaking is coming. And I wonder this morning, have you ever asked yourself the question, why some believers seem to be so strong when they're facing some sort of shaking? I've watched many believers who have remained solid even though they've faced huge challenges. I could look across this building and I could point you out this morning as we've observed over the years that you've faced insurmountable challenges, insurmountable pressures and yet stayed strong and stayed true in your faith. There are so many people in this building this morning and at home that are like that. And the question this morning is that why? Well, I believe this, these believers have taken time to build a solid foundation in their lives. These believers have taken the time to build a solid foundation. And that's what this series will be about over the next few weeks, looking at how we are to build a solid foundation. And just as we've seen some people that are able to endure insurmountable odds and insurmountable pressures because of the solid foundations... I've seen other believers that when faced with a mild storm seem to fall apart. Their lives seem shattered through the shaking and we need to ask the question, why? Why is that the case? That some people seem to be able to endure some of the shakings that come in their lives and others just with the mildest shake, their lives seem to fall apart. Well, friends, today I believe it's got everything to do with our foundations. And today, this morning, um, for all of us that are in this building and at home today, your foundations might be strong this morning, but I believe there's always room to continue to shore them up. Amen to continue to review what it is that we're building our lives on and remove the things potentially that would weaken our foundations. And I want to read a story this morning about an earthquake that took place September the 21st, 1999. Exactly 1.47 a.m., a massive earthquake hit the island of Taiwan, killing 2,413 people. Families who were peaceably asleep in their beds, found themselves plummeting to a final resting place and those who had previously occupied the fourth floor. Screams of horror filled the night as their foundations gave away and they sent the buildings crumbling. Terrible scene. It was the worst earthquake since 1935, which reached a similar magnitude of 7.4 on the Richter scale and killed 3,276 people. 64 years on, 64 years on, of minor quakes and a building boom had lulled building contractors into substandard construction. Buildings that should have been designed to withstand the quake, they gave way. The people demanded that the government take action against those responsible in the building industry. 
According to one CNN report, many of the building collapses were blamed on the unscrupulous contractors who ignored building codes or skimped on materials. Some builders mixed cans and newspapers in the concrete, while others, um, while others saved money by cutting back on the reinforcement rods in the foundations. These people, they had inferior or mixed inferior materials into the foundations. And when the shaking came, the building couldn't stand the shaking. And this is the same for many believers today. We mix inferior things into our foundations. In fact, we can mix with Jesus. We can mix in some of our feelings. The Bible says that we're not called to live by our feelings. We're called to live by what? And two of you said it. We're called to live by what? We're called to live by faith, but we can mix our feelings in with our relationship with Jesus. Some of us, we can mix our past in with Jesus. Some of us, we can, we can mix our wisdom, what we would perceive to be our wisdom, in our relationship with God. Or many people as well, in their foundations, we add the world to that. And I believe we're not meant to do that. And this morning, the thought is this. What if we could build our lives on a sure foundation that could withstand lot, lot, most of life's challenging storms? What if we could build a foundation that would help us withstand most of life's challenging storms? Well, I believe today it's possible. And that's what this series is about over the next few weeks, looking at how we can build an unshakable life. Are you up for it this morning? Amen, without exception, hallelujah. So the thought this morning is this, it should be up on the screen. An unshakable life is built upon the unshakable rock of Jesus and His Word. An unshakable life is built upon the unshakable rock of Jesus and His Word. And I want to read you the words of Jesus this morning out of Luke chapter 6, verse 46 to 49. It'll be up there for all of us to read. It says this, Jesus speaking, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I tell you to do? Everyone who comes to me and hears my word and does them, I will show you what he's like or she's like. He's like a man building on a house who dug deep and laid against that house and it could not shake because it had been built well. But the one who hears and does not do them is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. When the stream broke against it, immediately it fell and the ruin of that house was great. Many of us have heard that. We've probably talked about that in Sunday school. But the truth is this, Jesus shares this parable and it's worth us noting in the time that he was sharing it in that particular region that he lived in, it would be hot in summer as it is here as well. And in that particular period of time, the ground was so arid and so dry that the ground would get very, very hard. And if people, the builders would come and start to build the foundation and they didn't go all the way down to the rock and build upon the rock, then as the water would come, because, there was, because it was so arid and so dry, there would be flash floodings all the time. The people that came and just built their foundations but didn't build down to the rock, their houses would be destroyed as a result of that. And what we learn as we look at this this morning, to wisely build a house requires builders to dig deep down below the surface. And that's what God's calling us and challenging us to do through this series to really start to think about what are our foundations like? Are they solid and being built upon the rock? Or have we allowed some inferior things to enter in to the roots 
and the core of our foundations. Amen. And I believe through this journey that we go through today that we're all going to take the time to stop and reflect on and look at possibly what is Jesus saying to us about our foundations. What we learn from this thought here, I want to share it with you today, is Jesus, even as a master and teacher, refuses just to be listened to. Think about that this morning. As the great master and teacher, he refuses just to be listened to. He draws a dividing line for his audience between those who would hear and do what he says and those who would hear but not do what he says. You see, if we want to build solid foundations, we're going to discover that we can't just be hearers of the Word of God, but we've got to be hearers and what of the Word of God this morning? We've got to be doers of the Word of God. The hearer of the Word of God, when the storms came, their foundation and their house crumbled. But the doers of the Word of God that heard the Word of God and did the Word of God, Jesus likened them to, build, to building their house upon the rock. Amen. How are your foundations today? How are you building this morning? I believe it's so important that we think about that. Back to the parable. I want to note this in the parable or about the parable. Both men build a house. Both experience the same circumstances, flooding, the same things were faced. One, one man's house remained unshaken. The other was destroyed. And what's the difference between the two? We answered it just a few moments ago, but I want to share today. What, what is the, the point? Jesus is making through this parable. Well, number one, the first one is this. Our lives are being built upon a foundation. Everyone's life here this morning is being built upon some foundation. Every one of us, every person, whether you realise it, whether you're aware of it, the truth is that we are all building our lives upon, upon some sort of foundation. Both men build a house but both chose different foundations to build upon. The house this morning in the parable is symbolic to our lives. Therefore, we're all building our lives on some sort of foundation. And the foundation of our lives comes down to ultimately what we believe about life, what we believe about Jesus, what we believe about the world that we live in, and what we ultimately believe affects everything. Every one of us has a foundation for our life made up of what we believe and who we believe. You could call it this morning, your worldview or my worldview. It's a lens in which we filter everything that happens in our lives and how we view what happens to us reveals what our lives are being built upon. Amen. That's why it's so important that we take the time to really reflect on what are we building our lives upon? A little bit of Jesus and a bit of the world. I believe that we need to be building our lives upon every word that he speaks. Amen. It's so important. So number one, we see our lives are being built upon a foundation, whether good or bad. Number two, in this parable, we see that our foundations at some point will be tested. Smile at me this morning. At some time, our lives and our foundations will be tested. Both men build a house, experience the storm in the form of a flood. The storms of life vary in intensity from life to life, but we will all experience a degree of testing or shaking in our lives. The truth this morning is this, Jesus promised that our lives would be shaken. Oh yeah. Amen. He promised that your life and my life at some point would be shaken, would be tested. 
The apostles told us that our lives would be shaken. As sure as the sun comes up tomorrow, your life and my life will be shaken in some area. And hands up if you've ever experienced some shaking. We'll all face it at some point, but the storms that we go through, the shaking that we, we experience is going to reveal what our foundations are built upon. Remember in the beginning, some believers, some followers seem to be able to endure massive storms of life. Why? Their foundations are built upon the words of Jesus, but others face a little, little shaking and they seem to fall away. Why? Because their foundations aren't strong. We need to make sure that we're building solid foundations. Amen? Just like the parable, the shaking simply reveals the quality of the foundation that we're building our lives upon. And tragi tragically, for so many, is that it's the only these shaking moments that we realise the inadequacy of our foundations. But the truth is, it doesn't have to be that way. And we'll start to conclude with this this morning. The third thing the parable re reveals is this. An unshakable life can be built. An unshakable life can be built. We can allow God with the help of the Holy Spirit, with the Word of God, we can be, we can be about building an unshakable foundation so that it doesn't matter what storm comes our way, it doesn't matter what situation we face, it doesn't matter where the gates of hell start to open up around our worlds and around our lives, we can commit to building a solid foundation that even though we're going through a time of testing, we remain strong in God because of our foundations. They're firmly secured in Him. So thirdly, an unshakable life can be built. Our lives are built upon a foundation that will be tested. And the question this morning is this, is will yours pass the test? Great question for us to consider this morning. The foundations of our lives come down to ultimately what we believe, as I said before. And I love what the, uh, the Apostle Paul says um, in this, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 11. He says, for no one can lay a foundation other than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Don't you love that this morning? Jesus draws a line in this parable and asks, will you build your life upon me or something else? Will you build your life upon me or something else? That's basically what he's saying in this parable. You can either build your life upon me, upon the rock, or you can build your life on something else. Friends, I don't know about you, but I'd much prefer to be committed to building my life upon the rock. Amen? So when the storms come, we can stand strong. Even the most broken life built upon Jesus is stronger than the most together life built upon another foundation. I'll say it again. Even the most broken life built upon Jesus is stronger than the most together life built upon another foundation. Why? Because Jesus in our lives makes all the difference. He makes all the difference. So how do we build our lives upon Jesus? We'll have a look at the next, uh, next text that's going to come up. How do we build the unshakable life? Jesus says it. Everyone who comes to me and hears my words and does them, I will show you what he is like. How do we build an unshakable life? We come to Jesus, we hear his word, we do what he says. How do we build an unshakable life? Friends, if you're not getting shaken at the moment, trust me, sooner or later you will. But how do we build solid foundations? We come to Jesus, we hear what he says, 
and we do what he asks us. How do, you, how do you build a solid foundation? We come to Jesus, we hear what he says, we do what he asks us, amen. That's how we build an unshakable foundation. Jesus said it. You can hear my words, but if you don't do my words, your foundations will be weak. But if you build your life upon the rock, you build your life upon my words, then it won't matter what comes your way, your life will be unshakable, amen. And this is what the series is about. In the following weeks, we're going to explore what an unshakable life looks like. And to build that, we're going to look each week at what the words of Jesus are in reference to the, thing, the topic that we might be looking at. Jesus used a simple parable to explain how we're building our life upon a foundation. However, Jesus makes it clear only one foundation can withstand the shaking of life, and that's the foundation of Him and Him alone, friends. Amen. So today, as we conclude... How are your foundations? Remember the story in the beginning of the, the buildings in Taiwan. The builders had mixed inferior things into the foundations and when the storms came, the buildings weren't up to withstanding the shaking. Today that's the same for us as well. We can allow different things to get into our foundations, but I believe that Jesus wants to challenge us about really making sure that we are building our lives upon Him the rock of our faith. Amen. Let's bow our heads as we conclude this morning. Lord, we just thank you today for your faithfulness in every arena, in every area of our lives. You are so faithful. And Lord, you never leave us nor forsake us. You are always with us. And we're so thankful to you today. But Lord, for each of us here and at home today, Lord, we pray over the coming weeks that you would just help us to see and reveal to us the foundation upon which we're building our lives on. And Lord, if there'd be any inferiority, inferior things within our foundations, we pray, Lord, that you would challenge that, that you would help us, God, to make sure that we're building upon your word, Lord. You said, Jesus, that we are to hear your word and to apply your word to our lives, to be doers of your word, not just hearers of your word. So Lord, we thank you today. We're so grateful for your salvation, for your leading, for your guiding. And Lord, we know today you want us to build an unshakable life. So today, God, we just thank you. Help us to build upon the words of Jesus, that we would not only hear his words, but we would do what it is that he's asking us to do. And everybody said, Amen. Oh, let's give the Lord a round of applause this morning. Amen. God is good all the time. Church, I just want to finish this morning just, just with an, an, an ask to all of us. And I don't do this uh, very regularly, but I just felt today that this is something that, that we need to um, be a part of. And it's Destiny Rescue. If you're not sure of Destiny Rescue, it's an organization that was started by an Australian, um, I think probably in excess of 10 years ago now. And it's an organization that's committed to going into uh, parts of the world solely with the purpose of rescuing children out of child exploitation. And they do that around the globe. They do that in many third world nations. And they go in, they rescue kids out of prostitution and exploitation. And they bring them into um, orphanages and other places there where the, where the kids can be rehabilitated again. And these folk that do that, 
honestly, they are just heroes of the faith. There's no question about that. We received some information about some of the thing that's happening in India. And um, I just wanted to share a couple of thoughts out of this this morning. At the moment, we've all seen what's been happening in India, right? Pretty bad over there. Yeah? Like we're, we're so blessed in this country. Don't forget that for one minute. But it's saying here in some regions, it's reported that over 50% of people have contracted the virus. virus. And many young people are getting sick and dying. And the healthcare system, as, as small as it is over there, is suffocating over the, the weight of being overwhelmed. Panic is setting in into so many communities over there. And Destiny Rescue has actually indicated that they're seeing an increase in child exploitation in this time and in this season because of the, 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 the increased levels of poverty uh, the, the increased restrictions, people not being able to go out and work and they're seeing at this point more children that are being pushed into a life of exploitation. And I want to I ask us this morning just to take up a special offering to send to them today. Um, we, are, we are all so affluent. I don't care how rich or poor you think you are. If you're breathing here this morning and you are, it would be trouble if you weren't. I have to stop the service. But all of us in this place are just so affluent. I want to ask each of us today, before God, to consider just giving towards their work over there. They're rescuing sex, tra sex traffic, traffic kids. They've got raids on venues going on so that they can do that. They're committed to rescuing the re reallocation of children, of prostitutes who are su subject to abuse. They're delivering food parcels into slum areas where children are at a greater risk. Uh, they've got border station checks on children crossing the borders. I mean, these guys are doing all of that while we speak and they're offering family counselling to the families that they work with as well. And, you know, in the scheme of things, they're probably just a small pebble in the, in the incredible entirety of the, the nation of India. But they're there today and they're making a difference. And we're here in Australia and I'm sure that 50 bucks or 100 bucks or 1,000 bucks or whatever it is that you feel that God's asking you to give would make no difference to your bottom line in a month's time or a week's time. So you can give today the way that you can do that. Wendy's at the back there. She's at the information counter. But I just want to ask us all, I think this is a moment where we get to, to make a difference and we can do that in many ways. But I believe today before the Holy Spirit, this is our opportunity today to do that. And so you can give today, you can go to the information counter, you just write Destiny Rescue. If you want to give cash, get an envelope and just put Destiny Rescue on that and then we'll gather that money up and we'll send it this week to, empower, to partner with and empower those folk that are doing stuff over there that we just couldn't even begin to imagine what it is that they're doing there in helping children, amen? So let's pray. Father, thank you. Thank you for this great country that we live in. Thank you for the freedom that we're experiencing right now, God. Thank you for the blessing that we're seeing over our economy and so, over so many areas of our nation. And Lord, today we just thank you as your people. We are so blessed to be living here right now. And Father, we just pray you prompt us, Lord. We don't want to forget those that, Lord, could be unforgettable. We don't want to discard those, Lord, that, that, that aren't right in front of us. But right now, Lord, we're being made aware of a need. And so, Lord, as a church, we thank you, Lord, right now for the opportunity to be able to give, to be able to sow, to be able to show love. And everybody said, amen and amen.